What? Irina? What are you doing here? Why am I in the woods? Cold. Wait. Why am I the silver wooden? different from last time. This tastes terrible. Ugh. It's just strong. Drink it. You'll acquire the taste. You just gonna sit there? I'm just sitting here. <laughs> you want something? Yeah, um... I, I want. Yes. What do you want, Jerry? I, I, I want to know what's going on. I want to know what happened. Why, 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 did, why was I naked in the woods? Why did that happen? Why don't you tell me what happened? I don't know what happened. Keep drinking the tea. I need the cookies. Tell me what happened. Cookies are good. They're Girl Scout cookies. Gluten-free. Girl Scouts make gluten-free cookies now. Miracles are real. Mm. Tell me what happened, Jerry. Okay. Let's start here. Did you sleep with me? No. You know what I mean. Did you have sex with me? Yes. Okay, so that happened. That was real. Real is a slippery concept, okay. especially in Silverwood. Sure. What happened? Okay. After we, you know, after you disappeared, this guy Mike gets in touch with me, and he tells me. He's a mercenary for the electric company and that the people running the company are doing pagan rituals or something, trying to open some doorway to another dimension. These are my words. Just what I've got. Okay. And then he tells me he was in love with this girl who was on tape. The girl you know, Joy. Joy Frazier. And by this point, I'm well into the territory of, oh, okay. Okay, this guy is a fan of my show. This is some funny little goose chase, a fun story, and we're all just LARPing at this point. And it's been fun, but I'm a little bummed because uh, I was really getting into it, you know? I, 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 I really wanted it to be real. Finally, something really, really real. Not another one of these stupid fucking tourist traps. Another fucking small town making money off some poor real people who got murdered or hung themselves a hundred years ago by doing some 
fucking seances in their houses and pretending a fucking ball moves by itself down a hallway. I thought this one's too weird. This one feels different. This feels real. You felt real. I remain real. Mm. I'm right here. You know what I mean. And I figure, Mike sent me the tape. I go, oh, that's why you sent me the tape. But he didn't. <laughs> he says he didn't. He acts like he doesn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then there's helicopters. Uh, two, maybe three, which throws me for another spin because I think you'd have to be so rich and so crazy to be faking to this extent. Black helicopters. <laughs> too quiet. I mean, loud once they're on top of you. They're helicopters, but I didn't hear them coming. Mike didn't. They're just there. And suddenly, Mike has a gun, and he's shooting at guys, roping out of the helicopters, and something hits him, and he's down. And then me the same. I got guys in gas masks and body armor, and they, and they put a bag over my head and hit me with something, that I'm just, I'm out, like that. Mm. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm. And then you were awake in the woods this morning, <sighs> naked. <sighs> no. You know the answer's no. How do you, how do you know that? What happened? I remember it like a dream, <laughs> like a nightmare. Strange model points with such intense clarity and certainty and none of it makes sense. Tell me like it's a dream. I wake up and I'm cold. I'm outside. It's the night. I'm naked now already. I'm not used to this. It's amazing how cold it feels just being naked. It's like skinny dipping. You swim your whole life. You take baths, but the first time you're actually naked and in a pool, you feel so weird. It's free, but scary. I guess freedom is scary. I'm naked and I'm tied to a post. There are people chanting around a stone table. They are all wearing robes. Their hands move in unison in complicated patterns. I can't understand what they're saying. There's blood on the table and what looks like thick, wet ropes. They're tied in what look like decorative knots, like... Uh, cat's cradle or something like hemp looks like like sailing rope but it's dark out the only light comes from the moon everything's in that silver light that's what I think at least until I look up the clouds are illuminated seemingly from within and they swirl with uh, 
smooth slowness of the game. It seems, it seems slow. It's so smooth, it seems slow, but they must have been moving 100 miles an hour up there in the sky. They look purple, where the light is illuminating them, and, and red, and the light is white. Cracks of lightning. It's beautiful. It's, it's one of the most astonishing, beautiful things I have ever seen. <laughs> I hear a pouring sound, and I look down at the stone table covered in ropes. There's ropes tied in these precise geometric patterns. The ropes seem to be pulsing, slightly straining, almost like a muscle flexing. Not flexing, not flexing, not flexing. It matches rhythm with the chanting. They're pouring liquid out of containers. Splashing, I can't tell what it is. I can smell it though. It smells like gas, like alcohol. It's something else, like a sweet, sour, like rot. And like firecrackers after they explode. One of the figures steps forward and flame leaps from her hand. And I swear it's from her hand. I, I, I don't see a lighter. Like it, it must have been a lighter. But the flame was a little too big and I just didn't see a lighter. She drops it out of the ropes and they start burning there. And there's so much light now. And I can see... I can see around the edges of the table that there are um, there are bodies of animals piled up, cats, dogs, birds, a goat, a pig, and then a boy and a girl. I don't know, boy and a girl. The ropes are, are running off the table into their stomachs, and I realize uh, I don't think the ropes are ropes. I think they're I think they're from inside the boy and girl. It's okay, Jerry. Keep drinking the tea. <clears throat> Yeah, it grows on you, the tea. What happened then? The boy and the girl sit up and then stand up on the pile of dead animals and I can see their eyes are bright now and they're mouthing along with the rest of the people chanting and they take spots on either side of the table and their hands go to the sky and they're attached to the table and each other through the knots of their insides which are still on fire. And the fire keeps reaching higher and higher toward the redness, the storm in the sky, the light there deepening, growing hotter and one of the people in the robes the one with the hand of fire, she turns and in the light I can see it's a girl. 
And Mike, who is next to me, I, I forgot he's next to me. He yells, Joy, she smiles. And I know it's her. The way in dreams you just know. She has markings on her face and they seem also geometric, mathematical. She comes closer. She talks to Mike and she says, Hello, Michael. Did they send you looking for me? Are they so concerned about someone else doing what they cannot? Joy, he says. They'll be here soon. You know they will. It's okay. They'll be too late. She takes a knife out. Are you going to come with me, my love? And they don't say anything. They just look at each other. They kiss. It's magical. It's strange, even here, in this moment, with the gore and the fire, the storm in the sky, the kiss is so real, so grasping, it's as if the universe freezes around them for a moment. And she cuts him free. And she turns to me. Jerry Sanger. Do you know what your name means? Sanger means singer. Jerry means exalted of the Lord. Do you think names matter, Jerry? respond she comes closer to me with the knife continues they do patterns rituals incantations I knew you'd come here if I drew you I knew you'd hear the work to be done and the message I sent and now here you are herald of God but what God She smiled so brightly that she looked every inch like a child on her birthday, eyes gleaming in the firelight like a kid getting ready to blow out her candles. And for some reason, I said that out loud. You are a child. You are a child. It was my voice, but not something I would say. You are a beautiful, hungry child sitting in front of a cake. <laughs> I felt like laughing. Her eyes twitched at me and then her wrist twitched at me. Her knife was so sharp I didn't feel it go in. It just felt cold. My whole body felt cold then. But I did not scream. I looked down where the knife had gone in directly in my chest. Six inches of silver slipping out from between my ribs. And everything went silent. The wind went away, the fire went away, the sound was removed from the universe. Everything gone like a padded room, like 
noise-canceling headphones, and then I felt <laughs> joy, <laughs> overwhelming, so much joy. Like I, I don't know how else to say it. Bliss, divinity. I felt. Every part of the universe was me, and I was it spread across the vast nothing, everything, nothing. I watched from outside myself, and it felt as I floated there above my body on the stake that there was a large, warm hand, soft and strong, on my back directly between my shoulder blades and big enough that it pressed gently on the back of my neck as well. And we watched as light poured out of the hole in my chest and ripped into the sky. And I heard a great rending. <laughs> I see that phrase in my head like it's in neon or like big carved into gold serif font. A great rending. something out the Bible. And then I was on the ground, alone, cold, shivering in the morning. And Yorina was there. You were there. I told you, Jerry, you have a bright light inside of you. And because of that, dark things will be attracted to you. But they won't be able to take you from here. Till you're ready, you will be bound to this world. Do you understand now? Not at all. Finish your tea. You'll feel better in a few days. <laughs> <laughs>